we're building this company for people. We want to build a company that goes against the stereotype that you need to switch jobs or change positions to make any money or to grow with your career. We want to do away with the concept that as a contractor, you're required to or have to switch companies every three years. That's the only way to you know move forward with your career. I don't believe that. I believe that once you obtain talent, you need to retain talent. And you do that by helping people push their careers in the direction they want to go. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of our show. I'm joined today by my colleague and dear friend, Courtney. Courtney, take it away. Thanks, Kathleen. I'm very excited to be here today. And we are talking today with DJ Brown, the CEO and founder of Data Haven Solutions. Welcome to the podcast, DJ. Thank you. Just to clarify, I am a co-founder. There are three of us. Thank you for making that clarification. So, DJ. How did your career and your values inform how you got to where you are today with Data Haven? My partners and I have more than 30 years combined experience in the industry. Most of that time was supporting the NSA. And during those years, we um, worked for many different employers, different size employers, and we kind of all agreed that when we started Data Haven, some of the ground rules we set for ourselves were we're going to be build a company that incorporates all of those positive aspects, all of the things that, that made us feel valued, that we really appreciated, and try to incorporate as many of those aspects into one company as we possibly could and to eliminate all of those other things that kind of just made us feel like another number. I love hearing that passion as you're talking about it. And that came through when we did our prep call as well about really building a company that's not about butts in seats. Absolutely. And I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So we all agreed that that when we did this, we didn't want to be known as a butts in seats kind of company. We want to bring great people that really focus on mission and want to work together as a team. So we wanted to make this a place where you never wake up or hopefully you you never wake up and you go, oh, is it only Tuesday? Or we never want our folks to have to say, does my employer really value the work I do? Or do they care about the direction I want to take my career? Uh, or do they even know my name? The answer to that with us will always be yes, because we do care about those things. And, and we want people to really enjoy working here, right? That's our main focus. We want our employees to be happy. So we're never going to just try to grow by sheer numbers, just by, like you said, getting as many butts and seats as we can. That's not what we're about. Um, You can be the sharpest person that, that we've ever met, but if you're not a team player you're not really focused on the mission succeeding is more, uh, and you're more focused on making yourself a, a central point of failure. Uh, if you're not interested in sharing your knowledge and the experience that you've learned, then there just might not be a good spot for you here. I'm sure there's a great place for you, but Data Haven really focuses on our people. We want to make each other better, and we do so by sharing our knowledge and sharing our experiences. 
Sounds great. So just a very basic question. What kind of positions, cleared positions, are you hiring for and where are they located? Right now, we are we have an urgent uh, fill need for DevOps engineers, uh, particularly senior level DevOps engineers. Um, they are top secret with CI poly cleared, and those are based out of the Columbia area. Um, we also have openings for database administrators and database engineers. Those are out of Fort Meade. In addition, we have front-end developers and platform engineer openings in Augusta, and we also have some DevOps engineer openings in San Antonio as well. But the ones we're really pushing hard to fill are are the ones here in the Columbia area, those senior-level DevOps engineers positions. So these days, a lot of the job seekers are asking questions about remote possibilities, and I know a number of companies have hybrid remote as another option as well. So that can take a lot of different forms. Please tell us how some of the current positions or openings that are hybrid, what are those positions? And what does that setup really look like? Because that's going to help our clear listeners to really understand more about how some of these agencies are implementing remote hybrid schedules. Absolutely, absolutely. So a lot of that is determined by the customer, the agency. Uh, with our DevOps engineer openings, those are technically 33.33% remote. And what that means is uh, you'll be on site two weeks in a row, and then the third week goes remote and you support the on-class systems working from home that week. The database admin and database engineer positions that I uh, stated that we have open at Fort Meade, those are unfortunately uh, fully on site. There's no remote with those. But the majority of our positions do have remote capabilities built in. The platform engineer role out in Augusta, as well as the front end developer role in Augusta, those are both anywhere from 50 to 80% remote. So, but typically those roles are, it's, you'll be on site a little bit of the time and then you work remote a little bit of the time. We also have, uh, I forgot to mention, we have a, a business analyst, which is more like a data analyst position that's also open in this area. And that position is also 80% remote. And that position actually only requires the candidate be a U.S. citizen, uh, clearable to secret. And we, we can actually get them cleared to the secret level. Oh, interesting. Now, on on a related note, I've heard that you've had some experience with candidates being less than truthful in the screening part of the process regarding their interest in an on-site position, thinking that in the next round of interviews that they could maybe convince you to make the position remote. Can you explain how that is a challenge for contractors? I don't think folks necessarily understand. It's not that we are going to see their resume and say, man, this is the best candidate I've seen. We're going to give them everything that they want because some of those things are out of our control. And the percentage of remote work is one of those things. Unfortunately, that's determined by the customer or the prime. It is completely out of our control. I would like people to be able to work from home most of the time. It's just not my decision to make. And most companies are in that same position. It's not our call, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a, that's a really hard one. Um, but I, I think that that is also a conversation that's sort of been going on in the community since the pandemic is that people have to ask that question. It's just, we probably need to do a better job of letting people know that some people can make that decision, some people can't. And there are different places within the interview process where they should be asking that. Switching gears a little bit, we always like to hear from our guests, 
what kind of person do you think would thrive at Data Haven Solutions? I mean, what really makes the person click with everything that's going on there? Ah, That's a great question. I I think somebody that, again, that's a team player, somebody that wants to uh, come into a company where they're going to have an opportunity to grow as the company grows, um, someone who maybe wants to to be heard or has ideas and has never really been listened to by their employer before being as small as we are. And, and with the, I think the morals that, that we bring are, are our company morals. Any good leader should surround themselves with people that are smarter than they are. We firmly believe that. So I want to bring in the, the brightest, the best people, people that are really driven to, and if you have an idea, Great. Let's, let's help that idea along. Let's build it. Let's, let's bring it to fruition together. Um, if you have concepts or you want to, you know, I think we could work for this person, right? I have a friend that works for this agency and they have an issue that, that I think we could help with. You will never get where the owners let us handle that. Thank you. Anyway, it's great. Let's have that conversation. Can, Can you make an introduction? Let's bring you in on those conversations. Anybody that joins us um, at this point, they're really helping shape the direction that Data Haven moves in the future. So very much an open door policy. We love to hear people's ideas. You know, we're open to that. Now, before the uh, job seekers get in the door, they got to go through the interview process with you. And I hear that you end your interviews a little bit differently than most, at least most that I know of. When you end your interviews, you ask the candidate to give you feedback. How has that helped you? I think it keeps us honest with ourselves. We're not perfect. We're learning as we go. We are constantly learning and we will always be learning. And we don't just preach that we want to do what's right by our people, right? And we want to make this a company that's really focused and our people enjoy their work. Um, we have to back that up and by practicing that, I need to know where we need to improve. So uh, if you think that we should have told you some information or we, you think that maybe we should have asked certain questions, let us know that. You know, we're taking notes as well. You know, our candidates are interviewing us as a company. They're putting a lot of trust behind this decision. In order to earn that trust, we need to kind of know what they're looking for. And we need to bring our A game as well. We need to, to be able to answer those questions and, and be as uh, open as possible, I think. All really great, DJ. So what I find fascinating is that there are so many cleared professionals who sometimes basically just don't know how prime uh, contracts work or how the recruiting process work, because as you've mentioned several times, you are, you know, providing services to agencies and those agencies do provide sort of guidance and actually restrictions to the way your employees may work on site or not on site. So let's dig a little deeper into what happens if you submit a candidate forward and the prime that you're working for rejects that candidate. How do you handle that conversation with a cleared professional? So first and foremost, I make sure I always have that conversation, right? I'm not going to send a text message. I don't like sending an email to say you aren't selected for this position. I first and foremost like to get on the phone. Um, maybe I'm old fashioned in that way, but you know, since I can't meet with them, I want to talk to them and explain the situation. As we grow and as we are growing, we're, we're getting more and more contracts. Just because 
one prime has said, you know, they, they, they don't want to move forward with that candidate doesn't mean that we don't think that they should have or that that candidate's a good fit. So uh, unlike experiences maybe that I've had in my past will say, if I say to someone, hey, unfortunately, you weren't selected for this, but I really think you are a good fit, because there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes as well that candidates don't understand or see, right? You know, there's lots of um, different methods that some company use, right? You know, stalling, whether or not that's to get their own candidate in there. It's not necessarily as black and white as this wasn't the greatest uh, candidate for the position. So we try to find other openings for that candidate, um, especially the ones that we really like and think would be a good fit. When I tell a candidate, hey, this didn't work out, but I'd like to keep your resume on file for another opening I might have. It's not just a line. That's not like a, a let you down easy kind of line. That, that's the truth. We actually recently um, in May placed a candidate uh, that had been rejected and I had been working with to try to get on for a year. So I will follow up. Um, if you don't hear from me, please follow up with me. Send me a text message. Any candidates that we sp speak to, we're very open. They have my cell phone number, you know, email me, text me. Hey, just wanted to check in all of those things because I want to keep working with those candidates. I, I think th this is a long game for everything, right? Even driving business and growing your business. So you make those connections now because they may pan out later. I want to keep trying to get those good people on because those are the, the type of folks that allow us to grow organically the way we should grow by reputation and by doing good work. Awesome. So you've got some employee benefits that are a bit beyond the norm that we see. Can you tell us a little bit more about those benefits that our listeners would be interested in? Uh, besides providing uh, the best possible compensation that we can, that we can, which we believe is extremely competitive in the market we're in, um, we also do full coverage for the medical benefits, not just for the employee, but for their family as well. So they're not paying any monthly premium, um, no annual deductible. That's all covered by Data Haven. We also cover the cost of their vision and dental plans uh, for them and for their family. We do four weeks paid time off plus 11 paid government holidays. So one of the things that always bothered me working for other companies, and we've had different experiences, like I said, with different places, some better than others. But I nothing frustrated me more when you work for a company and you work so hard and the company does great for the year, and then you turn around and you see that 1% bonus. And you're like, man, I didn't feel like I did 1% above you know, what was asked of me. I felt like I did a lot more than that. I never liked the idea of having to switch jobs or switch companies to increase your pay, right? So one of the benefits that we have is we do 4% bonus at the end of every year of employment. So essentially, that's like a full nother paycheck being added on at the end of everybody's year of employment. We do short-term and long-term disability covered by us. We also do a life insurance policy of up to 150% of the employee's salary, which is also covered by us at no cost to the employee. We do $100 monthly stipend just to kind of offset employees' personal Wi-Fi and cell phone expenses because we know at some point somebody's going to make a call for work or they're going to send an email related to work. So we, we try to help out there a little bit. We do 401k matching 
Uh, and we do uh, we do employee referral bonuses, which are a little bit higher than a lot of our competition. So we typically um, we do eleven thousand uh, dollars bonus for someone that can bring in a, a, another top secret full scope cleared candidate that we can place five thousand or six thousand. I'm sorry for secret up to TS with counter intel, and we do twenty five hundred for an uncleared employee that we can place. You did a, an interesting maneuver recently where you asked your employees why they decided to work for you versus working for a competitor. What did you learn? So what I was told was that the the fact that they felt like they were being treated as a person and that I cared about their career and what they were looking for, um, which is true. But you never know. You never know if that's actually coming through. Right. We, we, we do everything we can to make sure that's important, but I wanted to make sure that was coming through and, and what it was about the conversation they had with me that was different with, with other people. And so it made me feel good to hear that, to know that they do, because my, that was followed up quickly with, do you feel like we're actually doing that? I know that's what I, what you heard me say and what, and I mean that, but do you feel that that's being done? Because that, that feedback is important, uh, because if they don't feel that way, then we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really great engagement of your employees. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? Oh, uh, so you can reach out to us on, we have a LinkedIn page. Um, you can check out the website, datahavensolutions.com, or you can email me directly at dbrown at datahavensolutions.com. Fabulous. And we have a bonus question. What do you consider your biggest recruiting challenge? The biggest recruiting challenge is just finding the candidates right now, right? The There is a, such a small and shrinking pool of cleared candidates, it appears. I, I firmly believe that once they hear what Data Haven is bringing to the table, what we stand for, what we're about, uh, that, that most candidates w- would gladly join. I, I truly believe that. I think it's just getting through and just having that conversation is the hardest hurdle that that we're finding. Uh, I try to personalize things as much as possible to overcome those challenges because I think that's important. Talking to somebody, knowing that we're all human beings here and a lot of the human aspect feels like it's been removed from a lot of the hiring process. And, and we want to we want to get back to that. That's what's important. Making sure this is about people, right? We're building this company for people. We want to build a company that goes against the stereotype that you need to switch jobs or like I said before, or, or change positions to, to, to make any money or to grow with your career. We want to do away with the concept that as a contractor, you're required to or have to switch companies every three years. That's the only way to you know move forward with your career. I don't believe that. I believe that once you obtain talent, you need to retain talent. And you do that by helping people push their careers in the direction they want to go. It's our jobs as their employer to support their career goals. Awesome. DJ, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you for having me and for inviting me on the podcast. Uh, This is a really great experience. So, wow, DJ is very passionate about making sure that people who work with him enjoy working and enjoy working as part of the company and that they know that they're supported. Courtney, what stayed with you with from our discussion with DJ? 
Along those lines about the passion, I was really impressed that he and his team that really started this company have been paying attention to what really bothered them, what were the learning experiences they had from other companies, so that they're not building this one with the same mistakes built in. I think that really came across too. Hey, thanks for spending time with us today. To learn more about Data Haven Solutions, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show when you have a moment. Thanks all.